What's up? What's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny, a.k.a. Daniel Alvarez. What's up, champ? Back with another one, champ. Uh, it is a action-packed week of fights. So here to talk, obviously, the very historic event between the ladies this weekend. And yes, I do have my text messages pulled up. Yeah, man, it is an action-packed week. October 15th brings us so many fights. I mean, we have the pay-per-view with Deontay Wilder taking on Robert Hellenius. It's the return of the Bronze Bomber. I mean, to think of, to, to think of it, Ness, mm-hmm. you got a guy like Michel Rivera who is on title contention, and he's not even on the pay-per-view. No, he's on the free stream. He's on the prelim. It's crazy. You know, uh, on top of that, you have the undisputed fight going on across the pond that we spoke about this morning. Devin Haney making the return to Melbourne to defend his world titles. And the ladies behind us, obviously, Clarissa Shields, Savannah Marshall going for undisputed themselves. Alicia Bumgarner and Miss Michaela Mayer, they're going for a three-belt unification to themselves. So it's a very historic event, the first all-late, all-women's card. A lot of history in the being sport made of boxing. in that night. I'm excited. A lot of history being made on that night. Um, but let's take it from the top, man. Obviously, the co-main event, which could be a main event in itself. Absolutely. Michaela Mayer and Alicia Bumgarner, who remains a, a, a plus 200. Um even with the rescheduling of the fight. Mm. What's your thoughts on that? She's still the underdog. I know that you are fond in terms of her, her skills. I think you're you're picking her, right? Uh yeah, I think I think it's a very tough fight. It's gonna be a close fight, but I am edging Alicia Bumgardner in the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was fortunate to spend some time with her in camp for this fight. And, you know, I was able to see a few things. We'll see, though. We'll see what's to come. We'll see what's to happen. But I would love, I would love for that fight to be, like, right now. Like, I don't want to wait till Saturday. I'm honestly very, this is probably, probably the the two fights I'm most excited for this weekend. Mm. I don't know if it's be if it's because the first two we're going to get, but I'm extremely excited to see the ladies put on a very historic event. Obviously, the Queen's passing postponed the event last month, but now we finally get to see it. I'm I'm extremely excited and I'm extremely uh anxious, you know, for these two fights right here. 3 days away, all female fight card. If I could get a screen share, gentlemen, I I just want to show this little quick six-second video that uh, Boxer put out because it is Boxer that's responsible for putting these women together from separate territories, separate broadcasters, separate networks, promoters. Um, So just shout out to Boxer and uh, being able to put this together. You know, this is happening in the O2 Arena. Thank you. We're good on the share. Uh, It is happening in the O2 Arena and... um, there's a lot of hardware for that particular fight card. Obviously, Michaela has three belts. Bumgarner has two belts. What, Clarissa has to have, what, four or five? Or, or four out of five? Or three out of the four? No, because they definitely rock the IBOs in the women. So she's got like four out of the five because I can see that Savannah has 
the WBO, maybe? Mm-hmm. She does the WBO strap. Uh, I'm pulling it up here. So, Clarissa Shields currently, mm-hmm. she currently holds everything. Right? What do you mean by everything? Oh, no. She don't have the WBO. Savannah got the... Yeah, Savannah has the WBO. Clarissa has the IBF, WBA, WBC. And BoxRec is listing WBF. What's that? Mm. No Women's f- Boxing Federation. World Boxing Federation. Mm-hmm. Never heard of them. Well, we do have our first guest. Paul Bamba is mm. in studio with us. In the building. Danny, he's got the tough assignment of taking on, you know, uh, Love I guess, Island's very own. Love Island's very own. Mr. Tommy Fury. But, you know, he is the brother of Tyson Fury. Yes, he is. Uh, the current heavyweight champion. And, and, and I say that as if to say there's only one. And that is Tyson. You know, uh, I know that Usyk's done what he's done, but they're going to have to meet. Paul, what's going on, man? Thank you for joining us. No, man, appreciate you taking out the time from training. Uh, so so you relocated from, what, Brooklyn, is it? Uh, so Manhattan, lower Manhattan. Okay. And, and you're just holding camp out here in Vegas. Yep. So you're taking this fight with Tommy Sirius. 100%. How'd you even get this fight? I mean, I, you know, it's, 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 he, he's like, who's Paul? I'm like, bro, it's so crazy. I reached out to Paul for one of my events. Uh, I know you're an entrepreneur and, 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 you know, we tried to do something that didn't work. And then I'm like, whoa, Paul's got the Tommy Fury fight. So how'd this come about? Um, I believe Serafina, she's a matchmaker. She hooked it up. Okay, shout out to Sarah. People don't like giving her her credit. Look at that. This is a big assignment. Yeah, she definitely hooked it up. And then um, she just told me to take it very seriously, asked me if I wanted it. I said, hell yeah. And then here we are. What weight is the fight at? 175. 175 flat. And he's a 175er. He's always been a light heavyweight. But you don't have an extensive background, I'm assuming. In boxing? No. I have about four amateur fights and then seven pro fights now. Okay. So kind of learning on the go. So when did you decide to pick up boxing? Uh, I was homeless in New York when I was 25. And then I kind of got into it um, in Morris Park in the Bronx. Uh, Superman, Aaron Superman Davis, uh, he has a gym called Morris Park Boxing Club. They let you spar. For, um, you got like $10 a round. And that's what? How, if you could last the round, you get around. $10. Yeah. And then um, that's how I started feeding myself. And then I just got into it. I wasn't like really. Wait, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to go and rewind. So what, what happened at 25 that you're homeless in New York City? Um, I had just gotten out the Marine Corps and then um, I tried doing the school thing. It wasn't, it wasn't really uh, for me. I partied a bit But if you much. just got out the Marine Corps, where's your parents at? Uh, I'm, I'm an orphan. I have a, I grew up um, like in the system and stuff like that. Okay. So um, uh, I'm familiar with my father now, but I don't really have a relationship with my mother. So when I got out, I didn't really know where to go. I ended up picking New York. 
Um, they said if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. For sure. I was out the military. I needed a new challenge in life. And then um, I just moved to New York. Well, now, you're you, Puerto Rican, though. Yeah, Puerto Rican and West African. Good mix. So do you actually speak Spanish? Because I don't nah. see the Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, nah, I don't speak Spanish at all. I was okay. born in Puerto Rico. I was born in um, Rio Piedra. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's the only word I sound good saying. <laughs> you was, I interrupted you, Danny. Yeah, no, I just wanted, I wanted to ask what made you get out the Marine Corps? Because I was in the service myself, so I'm just curious why'd you get out? It just wasn't for me. I didn't want to stay in. Um, it's, I like doing my own thing. I've never really been able to keep a job. I've always been, um, I like being good at stuff. If, if I'm a scrub toilet, so I'm going to be the best toilet bowl scrubber. And then I want to move on and be better than whoever and then just keep building. So I can't really listen to people after. I feel like I've, uh, I got more than them or I know more than them or I'm better at it than them. It's kind of a struggle. Yeah, I could, I could tell you. Totally now, now Paul, too. what are you getting out of this fight? Oh, this fight's a win-win. Uh, it pays really well. Um, There's going to be notoriety behind it. I'm definitely not flying across the world to get my ass whooped. So uh, it was but definitely put my name on the left. But it's a huge step up for you. Yeah. That's and what makes it fun. It's dangerous. Okay. I like stuff like that. Okay. So when did you connect with Ishmael Salas and why Salas? Why fly across the, you know, country to come see Salas when there's, you know, some quality trainers in New York City? Um, I just needed something different. I do really well for myself now. So being in New York, it's tough to kind of stay on track because there's so much stuff I could get into. Mm -hmm. uh, being in Vegas, I don't really like gambling or anything like that. So it's easier to stay away from everything and just focus on training. The mountains are terrible, but great for training. And um, I like the way he trains Southpaws um, and all the Cuban fighters that I like, like Laura and Ugas, and they're, like, they're, they're all over there. Um, so it just made sense, like style-wise. Now, what are some of the differences you've experienced being here in Vegas, training in Silas versus being in New York City? And where were you training in New York? Um, New York, I was at um, a few places. I was at Church Street Boxing Gym for a bit. Um, I went to, always back and forth to Morris Park Boxing Gym. I was training with um, Lou DeVal. Um, and then what I've noticed difference in training, I would say, is it, it's a lot more uh, structure here. I would say, like, um, they, they call it the house of fundamentals. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's, it's really structured like that. Like, you, you're not just getting yelled at to do something. You're getting explained the purpose behind it. And there's a lot of repetition. And um, all the coaches are on the same page. They all fall under Ismail. But at the same time, they're all doing the same thing. Everybody helps each other grow rather than making it competitive in the gym. It's all about, hey, we all got to win. Hey, uh, you're not turning your foot or you're throwing your jab not the right way. Do it like this. So there's constant um, instruction and intent. So, you know, you're going to, I'm sure you've been, you're, you're, you're not, if you're not being asked these questions, these comments are in your comment section, right? Because it's like, again, Tommy's a huge step up. So I, I want you to walk me through some of these losses on your record and, and, and just tell me, you know, what happened. Because obviously you need to give us an excuse. We need to believe in you and believe that you have a shot versus Tommy. Um, first loss was in Mexico, Hermosillo. 
I don't really have an excuse. Um, I got dropped. I won. I won the entire fight. <laughs> I got dropped like maybe the last fifteen seconds, and um, I turned the amateur boxing the way I, I was taught. Like you walk back to your corner, turn around, tell the ref you good. That's exactly what I did. But because I turned my back, they called it off mm. as a knockout. I had. <laughs> no, you. Yeah, you were. You were. I, I won you were the entire up. fight. You were up on yeah. on all three cards too. And I, I I got up before ten seconds. I, I was. Yeah, it was frustrating. I'm assuming sounds bit. like it. Yeah. And then no, listen, and I'm looking at it because you know guys come in here and, and you, Chris Colbert, he's from New York. He just suffered yeah. a loss and he looked at the guy's record and he's like, man, who's he fought? Who's he beat? And then boom, you know what I mean? Uh, he loses. So I'm looking at this guy. He's zero and four. Yeah. So it's like they're gonna make you a super underdog versus Tommy. Yeah, you should bet on me. Make some money. I want to make money. That's why I'm telling you, help me believe. See, like, that odds. one is believable. The scorecards are saying that you were up. You know, I can hear the inexperience, you know, in, I, like the belief of the story. Like, okay, an inexperienced guy. Because even AJ, in the, in, the, in the Ruiz fight, he suffered those moments, chewing on the gum shield. You know, people didn't know. He showed signs of possibly not wanting to go forward. That's why the ref waved it off. So... If you turn your back, now, I, I went like literally walked to the corner, turned around, turn hands back. up. But that's the way I was taught with my very small amateur record. Walk back to your corner, so turn around, only four hands fights, up. Fights right in the yeah. amateurs—that's crazy. Yeah, see, in boxing, you can't turn that back. That's automatic knockdown, or they waving that fight off. Yeah, I'm aware but, of that now. <laughs> but but I would assume you learned from that one. But then you lost to someone one in four. What the fuck happened there? Um. I think he was a lot better than people thought, to be completely honest. I give him credit. Um, he was also sharp. He fought six times this year, uh, so that helps. Um, but he lost his next fight. He did, because I, hit, like, I yo, hit him too much and too hard. I, so I need you to down. be using this. I need you to be using this shit as motivation. It's like, like he hadn't won in forever till he fought you. Yep. And now he's back to losing. That's got to fucking frustrate you because it bothers me. It's like, come on. He he got one off you. He'd have been in that losing column consistently. Yeah. I'm hoping this is motivation because, listen, Tommy's not even a real fighter. That's why Jake wants him, you know? But he does have the blood of the fighters. You know, his father, his brother, his brother's a world champion and you know, he has to know a thing or two about training for boxing, would you say? Yeah, of course. You can't take that from the family. Yeah, it's their pedigree. They have all that. That's but he's not him. He does have this, the misconception, I would say, is that he's like, he introduced him. The Love Island star. People, you know, don't know that he's a, they're not 100% certain he's a boxer. You know, is he a movie star? Is he a celebrity boxer? Or is he a fighter like his brother? We need you to tell us that. I don't know too much about him. I'll oh, be able no. to tell I mean, you more about it. Oh, no, I mean on fight night. Yeah, I, I'll be able to do it then. Um, I would say he has to know a bit about fighting, with who his brother is and all that, but um, I don't take nothing away from him. I'm just happy to have the opportunity. And in my, in my mind, I beat him. I get Jake Paul. The Jake Paul fight is literally named after me. If you think about it, it's Fury Bomba right now. It would be Paul Bomba. If I got the Jake Paul fight, it's mm. named after me. It's for me. So it's, 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 it's meant to be. It's meant to be. But 
this is the biggest stage you've ever been on. Like outside of fighting Tommy Fury, it's a Mayweather undercard, bro. Like co-main event. You landed on the biggest stage you could ever land. Like, has it been surreal? Because again, I mean, you you were going to Mexico, Colombia. The biggest fight you had was in Atlantic City. This Atlantic. is like night and day, man. I mean, it's a little crazy. It's it uh, is. Shout out to Serafina. That yeah, is amazing, honestly. And then my promoter. Um, oh, you Tom, got a promoter, Thomas uh, Cornflake Lamana. Oh. He, he's the reason I was able to meet um, Serafina. He's the reason. Uh, he told me you was out here. I didn't know he was your promoter though. Yeah, That's he's my, my guy. Promoter. He's a great guy. He, okay. Um, he helps me out with the fights and stuff like that, and learning helps me get good sparring. He's always taking care of that me. That makes that that makes a lot of sense now with Salas. Oh, yes. Yeah, because he trained with Solid, so he probably plugged you. Yeah. yeah. It was, well, so, uh, we thought it would be a good idea to get away from New York and the norms like that out of my way. Yeah, and come bro, switch because it up. this is a huge... If you win, it's like you said, you're a shoo-in for another big fight. And right now... 100%. You know, there's so many celebrity boxing, YouTube boxing things. I mean, the misfits are there. like So you can cross back over to the zone if this works out. You know what I'm saying? So Of course. Jesus, what's your family think? You're like on a floor. Like, this is amazing. Are you writing like an ebook? Like, you go from, what is it? He said, military, homelessness, entrepreneur. You're doing it big. Came up in the system. You're doing it so big that at seven fights, you can relocate to Vegas, whole camp with a world-class trainer in Ishmael Silas, and then you land on the Mayweather undercard. That's insane. I, I, I'm, thank you for coming in. I didn't even know. No, honestly. I, again, it. we we interacted a few times on Instagram a couple of years ago. Like, I didn't even know all of this. Like, especially, tell me about the entrepreneurship. Like, how'd that go? You went from homelessness to now so, being yeah, able no, to yeah, because you kind of like jumping uh, around. I know. Well, yeah, you kind of excited. Like to the I'm fight. excited. No, I want to know. I want to know about the ten dollars around because you okay. you stopped them there. So I want to know. Oh, so at Church Re Boxing Gym, it was Church Re Boxing Gym. If you to spar, you get like $10 around. So clients could try to spar you or you could spar with other fighters. You get 10 bucks. I hadn't been eating and it was, I was really miserable. I was going to soup kitchens and stuff. So I was like, oh, I could just last. I get 10 bucks. If I could do like that, like twice, that's 20 bucks, a few times a week, hundred bucks. And that's how I started making money. Um, I wasn't great at boxing. So I switched with the entrepreneurship to um, teaching it. I'm very good at teaching. Um, and that's how I sort of built my name throughout New York and with training people and stuff like that. And then when I was finally able to be in a comfortable spot financially, um, I started focusing on what I love. I, I really love fighting and um, taking my time and moving forward with that. And then when COVID happened, I had just did the um, Golden Gloves in NYC. I, was, I feel like I was going to win the whole thing. I had just won by a few stoppages and then COVID canceled everything. So I was like, let me take the time and actually see what happens, you know? Worst case scenario, I suck. Best case, I chase the dream, you know? And um, I've just been going forward with it ever since. Now, again, so I wanted to go back to like, what's your family saying? Because I'm sure in the beginning when you're like they doing well, exactly. But now, I mean, I'm sure someone in your family has to be like, man, I'm glad you stuck with it. Cause like you're on a Mayweather undercard. Yeah, I would say like my cousins and like like my peer group as far as family goes are happy about it. Uh, my aunts and uncles, nah, not so much. They don't really, they're more like go to school. 
And do you have a significant other? No. Wow. So you getting to go to Dubai single? You are you are you yes. extending? Um, I'm trying to work that out actually with my return flight. But yeah, that's the plan. Cause yeah. um, first like, time, right? It's crazy over there. Yeah. Nice. I want to enjoy it. Soak man. it all Bless, up, man. Yeah, no. It would be better with a win, though. Imagine the celebration if you actually won. When I win. So, yeah, I mean, look, I know Ishmael, he trains seriously. So if he took the the the, the task on, he must see something. How's hey, that been? Yeah. Because I know he's a very, uh, you know. Unique individual. He is. He's very, um, he's super fun to be around, but very strict, very stern. If he says something, that's, that's what you're doing. And he'll explain it to you and he'll keep explaining it to you until you get it and you're not making that mistake. And that's what I really love about him because a lot of trainers will just say something and some will be on their phone, some will be doing a bunch of other things. Like everybody has full intent on making sure all the fighters there are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And I really like it. So you like sparring with Yoel Vis Gomez? Uh, I've been who? Gomez, 6 and 0s, 5 KOs, uh, Cuban. No, I haven't sparred with him, no. Who you, have you? Mendoza, been who you sparring with? I've been moving around with um, a heavyweight Whoa. named Kenny, Kenny Ocean. A heavyweight? Shit. Yeah, he's like 275. Damn. Yeah. We work. Kenny Ocean. That's new. Kenny Ocean. He's an amateur fighter from New okay. York. He's amateur. um. Oh, you brought him with you? Yeah. Oh. He's good work. He's very good work. He uh he always trying to fuck me up. So uh, sorry. No, nah, you good. Totally good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nah. He I put some pressure on me, and um, it, it's very good work. And um, he's bigger, so that helps. That means that if I could take that and take whatever he's bringing on fight night. Okay. Yeah. So I see him. So he you're not sparring any of Solace's guys then. Yeah, I move around. I've moved around with my boy Fresh. Um, his name's Philip Kumaruch, I believe. Um, I feel like I just a, was introduced to him. With a bunch of different people. It's um, I spar about like three, four times a week, depending on what they have playing. And um, we just keep it consistent and keep learning. And that's it. What's, what's, me what's, the, ringer. what's the day in, in training look like? You know, a non-sparring day and a sparring day. Uh, non-sparring day, I'm probably up at like um, 4 a.m. Uh, I go run like Lone Mountain. I do a couple laps. Team run or solo runs? Nah, I'm by myself. I try to get my dog to come, but she's, she's not really with it. She's kind of big. Um, what kind of dog you got? Rottweiler. Okay. Yeah, she's old though. Um, so I do that. I do a couple laps. I work on like some like uh, defensive drills or any, any type of drills. Um, go home, eat. I'll be at the gym for about 9.30, warm up, start working out at 10, be done around 12, go eat, go nap, get another run in or another like light workout, depending on the day, might be strength and conditioning. If it's not sparring day, it's strength and conditioning. Um, and if it is a sparring day, I try not to sleep in, but if I sleep in, then I'll run at night if I'm not running before sparring. You have a strength coach or he, yeah. he has someone you working with or you brought your own? I have... um. I met him out here. He did, I think he strength trains uh, Nico Ali as well. His name's Quincy. He's actually um, in the back. Okay. Yeah, he's cool. He's very cool. I just met him. But he's got me working on a lot of things, making sure I'm fast, strong, all that good stuff. Now, uh, how long do you plan to stay in Vegas? Because I'm sure you're going to get out there a bit before to get adjusted to the time difference. Mm -hmm. I don't know any of those details yet. I'm all the way B-side. Mm. I'm just... 
I'm just soaking it up, making sure I'm working hard. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, so, so... So are you invited to the official press conference? I think that's Thursday, or is that just a Mayweather-Deji thing? Oh, no, I'll be there. I believe Tommy will be there as well. What? I believe oh. so. I okay. think. I don't know. That's, well, I don't Because I ain't see no announcement of Tommy. Yeah, I was going to say... And so I don't even that's know. that's the case, I don't I, know. And no, but, but, but that would be good for him. From a publicity standpoint, because there are rumors that they can't get into the country. The Furies. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Uh, oh, but yeah. um, so if he's not there, I mean, if he'll be there, definitely a lot of cameras and a, mm -hmm. you know an opportunity for you to, you know, man, get your name out, out to there. You, man, congrats! This is huge. Thank you, man. I appreciate for it. For real, like, I hope you, you know, taking it a hundred percent serious. This is like a huge opportunity that I can feel, open I, up so many honest, more doors. I feel like uh, knowing that he's a sadist, he kind of ain't got a choice. Oh yeah. I will hope. I will hope. Yeah, I have a bedtime. I'm taking it all the way serious. What's Ooh. your bedtime? Uh, 8.30. Okay. I have, I'm have. i doing, like, everything. So that way, like, let's say it doesn't go my way. I don't win. I won't be able to, be, like, I won't be able to complain about nothing. Yeah. I have a full-blown plan. I know exactly what I'm doing. I have a really good team, nutritionist, everything. I have the means to make things work. Wait, you got a nutritionist. Yeah, um, okay. Tyler Milton, he works with a lot of like UFC fighters and boxers and stuff like that. He's very, very good. So he's just giving you advice or that he's actually cooking for you? Uh, nah, just advice. He's, he's, he's out somewhere else. But um, I have like the meal plans and stuff like I would cook. I like to cook my own food. Anyway. Okay. But um, yeah, everything's broken down. I was able to make weight very easy in my last fight. Um, so I have everything I need. Um, the only thing that could stop me is me. And like I said, I'm a Marine, so like there's not too much mental things that are gonna like mess with me. Like I'm fighting a 23 year old kid, like so yeah, he might be bigger, stronger, all that. But if it comes to like a mental battle, it's mine, hands down. So because of the people you've been fighting, I'm not sure whether the power is real. You know, I'm kind of in that Chris Colbert phase. You could Look say the same fought. for him though too. No. I I'm not worried about him. I want you to win. You yeah. from America? You yeah. feel me? So it's like. What is Salas saying now that you're with him? Does he think you have pop? He thinks I got good power and big balls because I'm always coming forward. That's okay. what he told me. And I learn quick. That's yeah. Good, good, good. What what have been some of the things, uh, you know, just being in Vegas, being around Salas, being around some of the guys that are in his gym, just some of the things that you've been able to pick up. And uh, obviously, without saying too much, but just tools, tools that you were able to add to the toolbox? A lot. I would say the, the attention to detail there, um, and you'll get it from everybody. And they'll all be saying the same thing, but a bit differently, which makes it that much more believable too, I guess you could say. Like you have confidence in it. Um, from everything from movement to um, setting up shots, not just trying to dig in, make everything hard. Um, it's just a huge learning curve. It's um, I'm very blessed to be able to be there because they don't just like let everybody in there. So that's another thing too. Yeah, they no, no, they do not. Yeah. Uh, but the entrepreneurship, obviously, that's something that we wanted to talk about as well. Uh, Ness might know more than me, but you know, just kind of give us some background on on uh, how you guys started with that and. Uh, well, he said it was, uh, he's trained. He trains. Yeah, through training people. Uh, I came up with a concept. I'm very, uh, I'm big on tough love. <laughs> I 
So we go, I'm very militant. So we do um, sport, mind, body. So if you could take care of all these three things and you can encompass all three things within yourself, you should be good because fitness is important. It's important to look good, feel good, but it's also really important to take care of your mental, making sure you're taking the time to, to meditate, no matter how terrible that might sound, um, and to really have a, a good mental fortitude to you as well as being able to work out, as well as having the aesthetic to what you want. So we came up with a program um, that encompasses like, uh, you'll have like HIIT, uh, yoga and meditation. It's all broken down into a workout. Um, so you go in there pumped up, you leave nice and cool down, level-headed. Um, and we were able to turn that into an app. It's called Trifecta Strong. You can download the app. We have a bunch of great instructors, other fighters, um, like UFC fighter, Jesse Jess. She's in there. She's one of our instructors. Um, yoga, uh, meditation, hit, boxing. Yeah, boxing with me. That might be a bit more popular now. Um, and just everything. You have it in your phone. So kind of like Peloton, but you're actually learning from people that actually know what they're talking about. So they're like an expert in their own field, nice. so to speak. So, so how has it been for you taking direction? I mean, you're used to giving it. Oh, now well, it's it. I don't mind. Like, if I don't know something, I could hate somebody. I'll listen to them if I know it's going to make me smarter. Like, I, I like, I don't, I never want to be the same person I was like two minutes ago. Like, I'm always trying to improve something or get a bit better at it. So it, it's not um, terrible. It's a bit disheartening after you get your ass whipped and sparring or something. You got to hear it. But uh, it, it's very good for you and it, it's just going to help make me better. So I don't, I don't mind too much at all. I more like don't like the direction like, hey, like go take out the trash or like wake mm -hmm. up at 5 a.m. and run 10 miles with the rest of your squad like that in the military. But So do you see yourself continuing the personal training or now that it's kind of on an app, you don't have to, right? Or, or are those sessions live and you have to pre-record them and upload them? Um, they're both. We we have the ability to go live, and they're also um, pre-recorded, so they're um, on demand, if you will. I'm sure that boomed for you, especially in that New York City area during COVID, because you know you guys were bit. on super restrictions in New York and New Jersey. Yeah. Besides Peloton, my company was the only company in the U.S. that was able to teach. Um, I think we had over 50, 60 live classes a week. Mm. with different instructors. So it, it was able to help keep it, it helped the brand grow a bit because um, other places were struggling with it or they didn't know how they could get it done. But we were already headed in that direction um, to be on an online platform. So it was just, it, it worked so out So you really do well. have a physical location? Yes. Okay. Where so we, I know in New York, there's like, um, I don't know, I want to call it like an easy pass. Wrong, wrong word, wrong word. Oh, class pass. Yeah. Where I pay and I can go to multiple gyms in the city, right? Yeah. Is your gym no. part of, why not? Um <laughs> uh price point, I would say price point would be why not, but also But isn't that a one-time thing? Like once they do the class pass, they can't do it again, right? It's like to Oh no, they can continue to go. Uh, which is why it might I not thought be the class enough. pass was more like, you know, you Pay this monthly fee. You get to go to all these things, but it's so that you can kind of experience them and see which one you like and don't like. Then decide to go full time with one. But it, it, you're saying no. You you get um, a certain amount of points each month based off uh, what subscription you choose, 
And then from there, let's say if you have 50 points for the month, uh, my class might be, uh, it was it was up there, so it didn't make sense for ClassPass. We charged about 25 points. So if you only have 50 points for the month, now you can only go here twice or maybe like two other spots because mm -hmm. they range from anywhere from six to like 25 points. Okay. So you can continuously go to other places. You could get massages with it and stuff like that. I use ClassPass for like, um, I've started doing like uh, yoga and stuff like that to, yeah. Stay relaxed, and that's why I use it. No, I mean, I mean, I guess it's amazing that you don't need it because most fitness businesses in New York do use it. But if you're you're getting your foot traffic another way and you're doing well without it, amen. But uh, that's interesting, man. That's nice. So, but you're saying you want to move away from it? Yeah. I, <laughs> why? I love teaching people, but I, I don't like getting paid to do it anymore. Like if I'm going to teach somebody, if it's my one of my friends that actually want to get into boxing, mm -hmm. I, I would enjoy that, so I would do it. Or if it's like kids' classes or um, we do a lot of women's self-defense, stuff like that, where it's empowering, like, then yeah, cool, I'll enjoy it because you, you get to see the confidence like permeate into other aspects of their life. But if it's just somebody that just wants to pay me to hit pads and think they're going to be like Mayweather, like, nah, I'm all set. So what would you do moving forward? Is it full-time boxing from now on? Yeah, that's what I've been doing, I would say, uh, since the beginning of this year. I've focused more on boxing than my business, um, getting into it. Because I know I'm still learning on the go. I'm still a bit green. So I, I know, like, I'm not I'm realistic about my goals and stuff that I'm doing. I know I can't just jump from where I'm at to all of a sudden I'm fighting like a uh, Bivol or somebody like that's that's just there's no longevity in that. Well, let me tell you, you you jumped. You, this is a Superman leap, not yeah. the talent. Yeah. You know, Tommy isn't a world beater, but you jumped on a huge stage to be seven fights in. Like, I hope it does. The the atmosphere doesn't get to you. It's a Mayweather fight too. Like. The, the biggest thing that I think is saving you is going to be in all, 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 Dubai. In Dubai. Dubai. I was yeah. about to say Abu Dhabi. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, it, because it's there, it's not going to be the normal Mayweather crowd that can probably make you a little bit anxious. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be a limited... Nah, very... crowds don't make me anxious. Shit. A Mayweather crowd, bro? Come nah, on. Fight night... I, I would say the fight is easier than the work up to the fight because... The only thing that messes with my head mainly with sparring and stuff is getting yelled at for the things I do wrong. Your coach is just trying to make sure you win when you fight. So I'm just focused on like not getting fucked up and like doing my job. I don't really pay attention to the crowd and stuff like that at all. Uh, again, the, I know fights, it's different. That, the yeah, fights that that's... you've been on ain't been these. Like you're going to look in the crowd and probably see faces you know, celebrities or, or some Royalty. <laughs> it's different. You, feel me? you it's... might see a few billionaires ringside. Yeah, man. You are on the big stage with this fight, so congrats for sure. Thank you. Thank um, you. I don't know. Do you have any other questions for him? I'm pretty much tapped out. Uh, yeah, when can we come see you train? Yeah, man. Oh, I mean, anytime. I usually train in, um, I'm at the Solid's Gym, like uh, sometimes on Saturdays, Monday through Friday um, from at least 9 to 12. All Pretty right. much every day, 9 30 12. Well, uh, we'll take a, a uh, good time slot quick intermission, us. and we're gonna have to hope that Brian doesn't mind taking his picture. Right. Uh, yeah, just throw up any Kenichi bear or something. But uh, want to give out your social oh, media yes. before we roll? 
Oh, social media, you can follow me on at Bomba Juice. Um, and also, if you want to check out the workouts or anything like that, at Trifecta Strong. And that's it. Oh, I just figured it out. It's a play on Jamba Juice. Yes. That's my man. <laughs> yes. Yo, I'm late to the party. <laughs> Jamba Juice with the B. Yeah. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We want to thank Paul Bamba for stopping by. That was definitely informative, man. Uh, I, I Inspiring, didn't, man. What a story does he real. have, man. I didn't know everything that we got to find out today about him. And, uh, you know, I'm obviously rooting for him. I want him to get the win. You know, uh, he's got a tough task, though. Um, that resume... He's going to have to learn a lot over at the House of Fundamentals, without a doubt, bro. Nah, for sure, for sure. But uh, he's with the great trainer, Ishmael Salas, a very experienced trainer, a trainer that is used to, he's just not used to world champions and has over a dozen world champions, but he's used to those international fights now. So I think that he'll really help 
you know, Paul get ready for the moment, not just the fight, but the moment? I hope so. Like I said, man, um, because it's just so difficult for me to swallow those things. It's like, bro, this is the biggest stage of your life. Like, there should not be any stone unturned. There, there, you should not be not doing anything. Like he said, he's got a, a, a bedtime. Um, LaShawn, we did see your super chat. Brandon sent it off air. Uh, he answered, you know, basically that his spirit is doing well. He called. He said it was pretty deep because, of the, you know, you use spirit. So it's like, but go, heading into the fight, you know, he's saying his spirit is doing well. Um, but yes, what is what are you typing? In I'm there? I'm responding to people in the chat now. This is something that you wouldn't understand. Oh, I don't. I know. I know. I don't. <laughs> Look at Brandon. Brandon. Oh. <laughs> what? Yo, Yabba Dabba do. <laughs> I don't get it. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible Brandon you have to excuse He's Nestor. the grammar police bro He's terrible bro I mean you, you're pretty terrible Like on the spectrum of pronunciation uh, Fucking up people's names uh, Geography <laughs> Like on that spectrum you're you're like uh, the bottom one percenters One uh, percent being the best Bottom The best No that's the top. No, 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 no. Nobody wants to be on the top. It's hot up there. No. You want to be in the bottom where it's cool and shade. Hell's in the bottom. <laughs> hot as hell. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. So let me see if I can find Tommy's um, new girl that you were saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he said Tommy's only fury because of his new girl. But Tommy got his own 4.2 million, bro. But I'm saying... I feel like most of them are coming through Molly. Bro, she has 6.7 million followers. She's huge. They're having a baby. Yes. Baby on so the way. So is he focused? I mean, we know what he been doing. I never even heard of Molly. She must be UK famous. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't... I know about it because of the trash talk that has... Gone on, you know, online and stuff. But. What, between Paul and him? Between who? Paul. Yes, yes, Jake Paul, yes. <laughs> yes. What was wrong with you? No, yes, I had to think about who you were talking about. Yes, Jake mm. Paul. Because we just also had Paul Bamba. Mm -hmm. But, no, yes. So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, bro. They got ringside seats for like 20... Thousand Durham, which is about like five thousand US. About That's four, crazy. About four thousand US. About forty three hundred US. That's crazy, bro. I can't believe that Floyd, as a inactive exhibition retired fighter, he's an exhibition performer, is still making this much much money. And when I say performer, is because yo, he's actually put on shows for these exhibitions. Like, he's knocking these guys out. It ain't like yeah. he's just moving around the nah, ring. Nah, he's not just he's going through the being motions. being a showman yep. and truly performing for the fans, so. 
And now we got guys like Paul Bamba who get the opportunity of a lifetime on such a big stage against Tommy Fury. Shout out Sarah, bro, because there's people that be trying to act like she don't do what she do. And she just put him on. Absolutely, bro. Think about it like he said it's a win-win for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the opportunity in itself, so... <laughs> yeah, yo, they're saying okay. Khalil Cole is back on the um. Oh wow, yo, this is what's good about doing club shows. Look at oh man, that man. Who? Bro, what are you talking about? Can he? Khalil, Khalil is strong, bro. He's strong, so, but bro, I bet you they don't know who they fighting. I bet you they don't know who they fighting. I'm telling you right now. Who? I, I Khalil don't... Cole. Khalil Cole. He's on the uh, Montana Love card. He signed a matchroom boxing. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me get a screen share, fellas. Ain't he from your neck of the woods? Absolutely. But the dude, the Puerto Rican on the right, he ain't no joke. Mm. And by no joke, I don't mean that he's great. I mean, he ain't a pushover. Like, I don't know that Khalil and them know this kid. This kid, bruh, this kid been to jail. And he was so nice, Puerto Rico letting him come to America on a bracelet. Mm. Just to fight. I don't know. We good on the screen share. I gotta, I gotta make sure that's him because I know that last name. But let's see what's that first name. That's crazy. Khalil, they put him in a, a little tough fight now. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, because I know, I know Khalil Cole. I've seen him fight a couple times. Big stepper. You know what I'm saying? So if you're telling me he's fighting, a you know, a guy that ain't no pushover. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I seen Omela fight live, I think, twice. Mm. Where'd you see him fight at? Atlanta and somewhere else. Probably South Carolina, maybe? Mm-hmm. One of those cards? Mm-hmm. But, Ness, uh, do you have anything else on this ladies card this weekend? Ah, what do we have, brother? Just the fact that it's a must-see TV. Um, you know, they also announced the Chantel Cameron card. I mean, not the, announced it. That's, that was already announced. But, bro, they, they call it undisputed, but they're not listing the titles. That's because uh, a certain individual, I'm pretty sure, has not retired from boxing yet. So one of the belt holders... From my understanding, is set to retire. Mm. And then once she does that, that belt will be put on the line officially, even though they've already announced for it. Uh, I do want to let everybody know, I did say it this morning, uh, Jenny Futches, which is, which was the Team USA team well, that's captain. That's McKellar Mayor's friend. Yeah, she was the Team USA team captain for women's boxing for the last two or three Olympics. Um, she will be on the card as well. So I know my diehards know who, exactly who she is. So definitely want to tune in. Um, that will be on ESPN+. Plus. The entire card will be available on ESPN+. Plus. 
Um, we're looking at a long Saturday ahead of us, Ness. Very For long. Real. Very, very long. I'm looking forward to it, though. Three, three big football games, too. Three big college football games. Mm. I want to say Bama's paint. Uh, waste of time. Football's a waste of time. It's not, champ. It's actually very uh, great, you know. That's why... That, I'm glad there's so much boxing. I don't even, you know, I wouldn't even have to worry about you having time to watch football. Look, at, at 9 in the morning on Saturday, right? There's going to be... Is it Bradley? Look, at 9 in the morning Saturday, watch how cool this is. At 9 in the morning Saturday, mm-hmm. college. you don't like college football, but at 9 in the morning Saturday... Penn State-Michigan game will have over 100,000 people in attendance, right? Mm-hmm. And then later on in the day, <laughs> you got the Bama-Tennessee game. Probably another 100,000 in Knoxville for that, right? And then later on in the day, you got my boys, Notre Dame, against Stanford. You know we're going to kick ass. Mm. Cool 80,000 in South Bend well, for that. What's the, what's the timing on those? Are those going to conflict with any of the boxing fights? Uh, all the big all, all the big games, like the, the, the two big ones Saturday are earlier in the day. So it may interfere with the ladies a little bit, but not with the evening fights, no. And it's college, you know. It's college. Uh, but people tune in, bro. People absolutely... Tune in. Yep. I told you, Bradley. Uh, Olemeda is 5-0, 3-KOs. I guess the knock on him is going to be that he, he, you know, he spent some time. Yeah, his first name is Bradley. He spent some time in jail. So let's just see his age, see if there's going to be any, you know, rust because of the age. Well, 28, not that bad. 6'3", bro. He's big, bro. I'm telling you. You said 6'3". He ain't been in there with that opposition like Khalil, though. And his last two went in DR. They they throwing him on this level. That's crazy. When was his last fight? How long ago, though? Last month. Okay. He had one and four months four months before that. Well, no, I'm just I'm just asking because you know I hate when they catch guys off a year, year and a half, two year layoff. So at least he's been act an active fighter. I might have to watch this, bro. This is gonna be interesting because I know his story. And I like to believe that people with stories try a little harder. You know what I mean? They have more of a reason. That's we'll how see. they get you, Ness. Yeah, of course. That's how they get you, bro. Of course. Of course, of course. You got to... Yo, backstory is so important. That's what these promoters don't get. Yeah, but they either win you over or they trick you like that. True. You know? That's just the way it is, though. Right. But, Shout out Chick Chickarelli. Shout out LaShawn. Shout out Stainless, I see you. Suleiman Scala. What up? Yeah, man, big weekend of fights. We're going to make some big parlays come Friday. 8 I can't wait. I'm not, I've actually, I've already started my preparation for the betting show. Me too. That's what I was telling you yesterday. I was, I was showing you, like, what's already there. But yeah, No, I'm excited, bro, definitely. But I think that's about it, right? Yeah, man. Um, it's not prediction day, so we won't be giving out any predictions. Obviously, just uh, giving out some small information on fight week. 
it, you know, we discussed Devin Haney, George Cambosis, Wilder Hellenius this morning on the morning show. And uh, we're discussing the other half of what's going to be a fantastic day of boxing, October 15th. When these women get in the ring and, and, and do their thing, man, and make history for, for women's boxing without a doubt. I don't know that the... Well, yeah, we did. Okay, uh, Every time I say, I don't know that we had a car like this, then you got to remember Amanda and Katie Teller. Who was on that undercard? Uh, the, um, this is the first time it's we've ever all had women? all women. Oh, wow. You know, that was... So who was on the Amanda Serrano, Katie Teller undercard? Co-main was... Uh, it was all women, bro. No, you're crazy. Bro, Liam Wasn't Smith... Wasn't Nicholson on it? No, Liam Smith... And Jesse Vargas fought on that card, Tim. Mm, that's that, why you the almanac, not Definitely me. was not all women. And the co-main event to that was Franchon Cruz. That is when she became the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world. Uh, but this is the first time ever in the sport of boxing where there's been an all-women's card. We definitely have to acknowledge it. Definitely have to take our hats off to boxer, to every single person involved. Obviously, all the ladies that will be stepping into the ring. Saturday night, and we're excited. Looking forward to it. We will be doing a live fight chat. We will be doing a live prediction show for it, uh, a live betting show for it. So we're definitely all over all of these cards to include our ladies this weekend. And we have some big announcements coming in about a week or so. A few days. A few days, man. I'm excited. Uh, we're going to be able to do yet another giveaway, Ness. A very lucky fan. And this this actually is something I said yet another. We do raffles. Every day. But this, this is, is a giveaway. This is a giveaway. Nothing. You don't have to pay anything. This right? is a giveaway. Um, Free 99. That is a very high value. Uh, about a thousand bucks. No, I, a bit more, honestly. About uh, 1,700. Mm. About 1,700. Before taxes and fees and all that crazy stuff, right? <laughs> This is about a $1,700 giveaway. I told you not to talk about it till Monday. Yeah, you know, but look, on top of that, Ness, uh, take the take the financial away. It's an experience of a lifetime, truly. Um, something that you typically can't even pay for. Can't. You know, so uh, I just got another confirmation. Uh, probably biggest one yet. Mm. So Damn. we're going to be fully booked. We're we going to be booked. We're getting we, we we Floyd Mayweather. We have five uh, confirmed guests, mm. current world champion, a former world champion, mm. a title contender, okay, a Hall of Famer, mm. and then a very special uh, 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 guest in form of a Boxing entertainer. Okay. And Boxing entertainer. We have a confirmed guest to the event, just not a confirmed guest on the show just yet, but confirmed guest to the event, Mr. Eddie Hearn. Mm. So I want everybody to definitely keep an eye out, keep an ear out, because we're doing something that the Boxing Voice has honestly never done. Never. And I'm very excited. Uh... Looking can't forward wait. to it, and I can't wait. And we need each and every one of you to go ahead and, uh, you know. Not just participate, participate but spread it's the free. word. It's free, you know, and why not win $1,700? And an experience of a lifetime. Exactly. You're not, you're not winning $1,700. No, but the, you're value, winning, you're, the value. You're, you're winning a very, a very high price value. 
and an experience of a lifetime. We can't give you too much information until about a couple more days. A couple more days. But 1700 Just imagine anything you could get with 1700 that's boxing related to a specific night and or event. You get it? Yo, Ness GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. Ringwalk Danny, Instagram and Twitter. We are the boxing boys. I just want y'all to know that uh, the CEO of Blue Eye was here yesterday and y'all ain't call. I ain't have no calls, so y'all made me look bad. Just saying. Thank you. Thank you. When I'm living in a cardboard box, it's going to be your fault. Catch us tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. We are the boxing voice. Peace. Danny won't even be in a box. He won't be able to afford a cardboard box.